Money isn't the only blessing you can share. When God says it's more blessed to give than receive, He means it. How are you stewarding the connections, opportunities, and access that God has given you? This week, we're welcoming podcaster, author, speaker, and entrepreneur Misty Phillip to share how she has used her gifts from God to multiply the reach of God's kingdom. Hey, I'm Shay. And I'm Michelle. There's a battle being waged. It's not flesh, it's not blood, it's spiritual. And we need to be prepared. The last thing a warrior wants on the battlefield is spiritual anemia. So when the enemy attacks, we need to be prepared. But we don't always realize where the attacks are coming from or that we're being attacked at all. This is The Pantry Podcast, and we're here to remind you of who we answer to, what we're capable of, and how we are called to do it in every aspect of our lives. Season five, Unnaturally Flourished, we are gearing up where season four left off, looking at God's unusual, amazing, and miraculous methods of elevating, relocating, and redeeming us into his purpose in ways the world can't access. Support our ministry reaching the lost and found in over 35 countries with spiritual and literal nutrition. Every one-time and recurring donation makes a lasting impact. Donate through Patreon or thepantrypodcast.com. And now let's dig into the meal. Hey. Hi. I'm excited. Are you? Always. <laughs> I know there's like... You need, we need to make a shirt that just says, I'm excited. Yes. With a quote, like, and then attribute the quote. Shit. But now you're getting it. I, I am. Because that's all I ever that's say. That's your tagline. And we're going to own it. Line. Hashtag, and it'll be millions. No, just kidding. Millions. Because I mean, even the secular world, I'm excited. I mean, right. look, it appeals to everybody. I am. But outpouring, right? Outpouring. <laughs> Good segue. Right. Outpouring. Because we want to we want to pour out on the people, right? And I right. think when I think about this, I think of several different stories in the Bible about not putting self first, but putting others first. Right. And that's like a theme throughout the Bible. And and it really took me this morning. I was reading, and the verse came. It's like, wow, this is this is perfect for this. And you know, it's it's with Abram in Genesis, and he just you know rescued Saul and Machezadek and all that comes in, and and it's like it's just all that amazement, right? But really, in uh, fourteen verse twenty two and through twenty four, it says Abram replied to the king of Sodom, I solemnly swear to the Lord, God most high, creator of heaven and earth, that I will not take so much as a single thread or sandal thong from what belongs to you. Otherwise, you might say, I am the one who made Abram rich. I will accept only what the young warriors have already eaten and request that you give a fair share of goods to my allies. Right? So he just won. And, and you know, here's the king pouring out onto him. He's like, no, 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 no. I don't want, I, no, I, I get mine from God. Mm-hmm. I get mine from God. But, hey, here's my allies. Take, take care of them. Yeah. And I think that, you know, with this common theme of giving everything, pouring out, you know, the salvation, this redemption, this grace, this mercy. Um, when you think of the poor widow, right, they came and gave her last two coins. You know, she's pouring out, but there's this reason behind it. Mm-hmm. And why is that, right? Why is this, is there's this giving, this pouring out, giving everything? Because it becomes a multiplier. Right. And tonight I think we're going to dig into that. Yeah. Today we have an awesome, awesome guest. This is one of our Newest, but also greatest friends. Her name is Misty Phillip. You might have known her before you even knew us. She's been podcasting for a while with the By His Grace podcast, but she also has written a great devotional. The struggle is real, but so is God. And she is in charge of one of the podcast communities that we're in, the Spark podcast community. And it is so edifying. And the biggest reason is because of her heart to pour out Mm. on us. You know, she's already successful, but rather than get wrapped up in those provisions, she's wrapped up in grabbing what God's given her and then turning around and handing it off to us. And so she's the definition of someone God can trust to multiply. So welcome, Misty. It's yeah, so welcome. awesome to be recording Woo, come on. <laughs> one of our conversations. <laughs> we have so many. 
I am so excited to be here with y'all today. I just love y'all and uh, love the podcast and love the work that you're doing. So it's an honor for me to be here with you today. Likewise, likewise. Yeah. Before we, you know, get into just the fun conversation, give listeners who don't know who you are a little taste of, you know, any portion of your testimony you think is speaking to you right now. Yeah. So, um, I was a train wreck before I met Jesus and, uh, you know, he, in his great love for me, like he has for all of us, you know, he pursues us. And, um, when I had an encounter with him, he radically changed my life and, um, I fell in love, uh, with my King Jesus and, um, and I fell in love with a man and we had some boy children who are all now (laughs) man children. They're all grown. Um, you know, I just, just love being a wife and a mom. That's my first ministry. I I am a really huge proponent that we should love and serve the people that God puts in front of us. And that starts within our home. And if we're not doing that well, we shouldn't, we had no business going anywhere else to love on anybody else until we get that right. And so they're they're my people. And, uh, but since they're all grown, I, I was like, what am I going to do with my life? (laughs) (laughs) And, uh, you know, if we pray and we seek God, he's so faithful to, you know, tell us what to do, show us where to go. And so I started praying and seeking him. When my oldest son went to college, I had about four years left in my homeschooling journey because I homeschooled my boys and God, God had called me out of the corporate world to lay my life down to just serve my family. And I did that for, it was probably about 15 years. And I, um, we had a baby with trisomy 18 who, um, who was still born. And about a month after his birth, which was still really, really real and really raw, I was asked to come and speak about it. And I I did. And then I said, okay, God, I don't want to do that anymore. Like I'm going back to homeschooling my kids. Um, but I kept feeling this tug um, from the Lord to write and to speak. And, um, I started journaling all of my thoughts as my oldest son went to college. Uh, cause I went with him and they said, okay, mom, your job's done. And I was like, ah, what am I going to do? I'm going to drive my boys crazy if I don't have something else to do. Meanwhile, when my son was in college, he had a podcast and he, he would come home all the time and say, mom, you are made for podcasting. You know, why are you writing? Writing's hard for you. You really need a podcast because you can talk. And, um, <laughs> But I just kept feeling this tug to write and speak and podcast. So I, I, I was reluctant to start podcasting, but started first in speaking and then writing. And then when I was getting close to launching my Bible study, I launched my podcast to start with that. So that's a little bit of my story in a nutshell. We got to take our training wheels off in our own families. Yeah, and, and, You know, it's like the closest people that we're, we're around, right? Yeah. Our closest. We're the worst. <laughs> we Because we, we show everything. We show everything. And it's like... I'm so I can get along with someone outside so much easier, but our ministry does start in our home. Um, you know, speaking from the man perspective, of course it starts in the home. Um, you know, the spiritual leadership of the house. So, you know, that's where that leadership begins, mm-hmm. but listening to her story and, and hearing her go through and talk about like, you know, how she's taking care of her son, how she had a special needs son as well. Yeah. And then to, to, to like one month after all of the, the stillbirth and everything, someone's asking her to speak and she doesn't say no uncomfortable. Yes. But she says, yes. God brought this song that Shay introduced to our baby girl last year, but she has fallen in love with Little Drummer Boy. So she's listening to this song and I have never really paid attention to the lyrics. But as I was explaining to her, I've been trying to explain things that might be a little over her head, but why not start now? And one of those things is, you know, this little drummer boy saying I'm a poor boy, too. And all I have to give you is my drum. And the thing he has is his drum. 
that he uses to pass the time, to express himself. And he brings that and he gives that to Jesus. And most people, you know, you think frankincense, myrrh, gold were brought to Christ. But with you, I'm like, it's your story over and over again. So you're like, well, what do I have to bring? Right. And you're thinking, well, you know, I'm working at this big job, making really solid money. I'm going to be on this trajectory. But God calls you to use something that you don't need the job to have. What's in your heart to serve your children? You know, and he constantly is asking us over and over, like, give me what you've got. You don't have to get more. I'll I'll get the more. I'll do the multiplication. But like, give me what you've got. I'll make something out of that. And so your love for your kids, your dedication to them all these years, it's like the little drummer boy. Like you gave Christ your little drum and that meant so much, just like the widows might, you know, and that's kind of, it's a cool thing that I wouldn't have been able to think of before, but because we're listening to that song like 12 times a day, <laughs> um, it's, it's really like, he's speaking to me through that song. So I, I love it. Cool. I, I love that. Um, as you were saying that I thought about, I, I played my best for him, mm. you know, right. and I think about um, David just out in the um, pasture with the sheep, but you know, that that's that little drummer boy too. He's just playing his heart out. You know, that's the thing that he had. And that's the thing that God used just like the, the little boy that had the fishes and the loaves, right? right. Um, and with God, it's not about what we can do. It's about us laying our, our will down and just saying, this is all I have, Lord, like use me, use me because he wants to use us. Um, but we got to come like, we got to be open-handed with that. It's yeah. like, you know, I think of Hebrews where he's saying, you know, therefore by him, let us continually offer the sacrifice of praise to God, you know, in these sacrifices, it's like that reversal. I've, I've heard it before. It's like sacrifice everything, you know, it's like, but am I really sacrificing or am I aligning, you know, right. but it is a sacrifice, you know, yeah. you know, you sacrifice for your kids, you sacrifice for spark, you sacrifice for your podcast, you sacrifice for your ministries. Mm-hmm. Right. But in that sacrifice, it brings this praise to God. And then if you read on to that, it says that is the fruits of our lips, giving thanks to his name. You know, it's, it, I like what Missy says, like, what else could I have done but to do this? Right. And and I feel the same way. It's like the deliverance aspect of where I was to where I am. I want nothing more. As I pour out, it's like he pours in. He constantly is filling me up as I'm giving out. Mm-hmm. And it's like and the cup never stops. It always is overflowing. Yeah. I've seen that modeled. Um, when we were just starting out and we weren't involved in any kind of Christian community revolving around podcasts, we didn't really have the opportunity to see it. But now, you know, through learning other Christian podcasters and being built up and encouraged and supported and doing some of that as well, it's amazing to see how in the world, this idea of flourishing and multiplication, it's like, okay, do the work and then reinvest on what you get. And that's a constant cycle and you build and you build and you build. But for Christ, it's give me what you've got with faith, right? And then he's going to take that and he's going to blow it out of the water, no matter if it's if it looks to the world a little smaller, a little bit, he's going to blow it out the water. And then we just continuously give him what we've got, our will. Everything else is up to him at every step of the way. Sometimes there might be a reinvestment of what he's given us, but it's like it's this constant like if you ever withdraw what you have, that initial stuff you gave him, if you ever withdraw your will and your desire to obey, none of it works. And that's the difference between the two. And it's been really edifying to see that, especially in what you've been doing and pouring out, because over and over, I've seen these amazing opportunities. That's why I sent you that that Mike Todd sermon, because <laughs> I see those amazing opportunities 
that just come your way, but they're not just coming your way because you're lucky. It's because God can entrust those things to you. So I thought, I just love that about how you engage with God all the time. Yeah. You know, I think that we should be in a posture of um, really open-handed. You know, somebody taught me to pray. I don't know if you've ever seen me pray sometimes and I'll pray like this, literally Mm -hmm. open-handed because the whole universe, like everything is God's, right? Mm -hmm. And we are so weak and so fragile in comparison to the almighty God, but yet he chooses to use us because he loves us. And when we give whatever it is that we have and we just are open with it, um, then that allows him to come in to do what only he can do. And that is far more abundantly than all that we can ask or even think or imagine because he's so good and he's the one that brings the multiplication. It's, it's really not, it's really not about us. And when, when we can get, when we can kind of get over ourselves and realize it really is not about us and he will either use us or he'll use somebody else, but his will will be accomplished. Um, and so we can either take part in that or not. And right. I, man, I want to be a part of it. Don't you? Amen. 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 I, Amen. You know, we were at Bible study the night and, and Michelle actually brought this up about Elijah. You know, like you're sitting here, you're palms up, palms up, palms up, but I'm, my palms are up. It's me. It's me. I mean, I'm putting my palms up. I have a choice. I can put them in my pocket or I can put my palms up and I can say, Hey Lord, here, you know, here I am. And you know, Elijah was sitting there. He could have just sat there and said, I ain't going to build the altar. You know, that's crazy talk. <laughs> that's crazy talk. <laughs> Noah, look, Noah in the ark, you know, you just all na- them, name yeah. all this stuff. But, but every time there was a willingness. And that, and that, and that willingness to participate mm-hmm. in something that's great. Um, I'm not great. Uh, I think we could go around the table and say like, <laughs> it's, it's not I, right. it's not I, but him right. who is in me. Yeah. And it's like compliments come sometimes and it's like, well, yeah, but I'm, I'm only because I'm a vessel of willing to be used. I'm palms up. Yeah. 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 yeah here I am, Lord. Use me. Amen. Yes. Yeah. 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 I've felt that it gets interesting when you actually have the skills that it would take to succeed in the area that you're in. It's even more exciting and sometimes confusing how God works in it because he's very interested in making it clear it was him and not us. And because he wants to bring himself glory and give us the opportunity to add that to our testimony. It's not God's testimony that I'm getting to share. If I'm like, yeah, I just worked really hard and mastered marketing and you know, it was really good graphic design. And that's why my business is fl- is just growing and growing. You know, like that's not glory to God. So when you actually have those skills, like if you're a gifted speaker already, right? Like Misty, he tends to do things a little differently to bring you to that next level of notice because he enjoys stretching and exercising our faith and also giving us a good story to tell, you know? Um, I can't tell you how many times I've been like, man, I'm not good. Like, I'm not good enough at the things I'm good at to get to the next level. And then he quietly reminds me of scripture that says that it's not about me. It's not about my strength. You know, when I'm weak, I'll become strong because I'm relying on him instead. Mm. And that's just like a little note for people who are out there who are like, but I'm good. Like God gave me this gift. I should be able to. No, 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 no. You got the gift, but he's going to be the one to, to bring that multiplication on. Not, not your gift itself. How about this? Use me so I can lift others. Right. I mean, like, let's look, let's look at Bible verses. Like, it's all about using and then lifting. And, and it's like, we become that conduit. We become that vessel. And, mm. and that's just amazing to me sometimes, just being available. Yeah. 
You know, I agree with you, Michelle. I think sometimes God will call us out of our comfort zone and not what we're really gifted in or um, to stretch us to um, to where we have to fully trust him. Um, You know, I think back to when I started Spark. Spark was an answer to a prayer. I said to God, I said, um, where does my gifting and my calling line up in this season? And it was my youngest son's senior year of high school. I wanted to really finish well that homeschool journey. I was serving as the Christian women and media um, Houston person. So I loved gathering people. I'd been bringing people into my home for four years, encouraging them in a mastermind with their writing and speaking. And um, my youngest son actually said, mom, that is of all the things you do, of your writing, your speaking, like that group that you bring into our home every month, it's different. And he was like, it's, it's really cool to see all these women that you encourage and that you just are bringing into our house. And I was like, wow, if my 18 year old son can see that, like that, there, there's something to that. And I just really started praying about my gifting because we do have gifting and those gifts are given to us in the body of Christ. We all have different gifts and we have different measures of gifts and different combinations of gifts, but they're not for us. They are for, um, they are for the body of Christ and they are for us to use for God's glory. So when, when I prayed that prayer, where does my gifting and my calling line up in this season? Because we also have seasons, like we talked about, like there was my season of, of work in the corporate world. And then there was my season of motherhood. And then, you know, now I'm entering that season of almost being in an empty nest. And so we have different, different assignments, I think in different seasons. And Spark was my answer to that prayer. And I was like, what? A podcast conference? Yeah, I had speaking experience. Yes, I loved people. I loved hospitality. Love to throw a party. Any excuse <laughs> I can to like set a table and cook some food and bring people into my house and love on them. Like I'm all in. Um, but there were a lot of things that I just, I had no idea how to do. And the only way that I could do that was by partnering with God. And so I had my little notebook and every day I'd get up and I'd go, okay, God, what are we going to do today? Who do you want me to talk to? And so I would talk to one person that would lead to a conversation with another person that would lead to a conversation with another one. And then God began to open doors that only God could open. It, it, and it wasn't about me. It really was like that I took that prayer to him and then I was obedient to what he said, because that's the other thing other thing is that we have to, you know, seek God, but then when he tells us to do something, we need to do what he tells us to do. Amen. Yeah. He who has an ear, let him hear what the spirit is saying to the churches. Right. Listening. I've always thought that was the bigger miracle. You know, like, you know, we say, we we see, you know, the day of Pentecost is like, talk, 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 all these languages, all these, no, people were hearing and understanding. Mm -hmm. Are we hearing? Are we, are we allowing, are we being quiet enough to understand? Yeah. Um, And, and look again, we're hearing it all around you know, in this three-way conversation, right? Yeah. It's not us, y'all. Mm-hmm. It's not us. We're allowing God to speak. Misty just sat there said her son comes up to her 18 years old and says, hey, mom. Yes. You know, right? Out of the mouth of babes. Right, right, right. Out of the mouth of babes. I love that. It like, But she listened. She listened. Yeah. It, it was like she could have said, hey, man, you crazy. I, I mean, I've sat there and said it. I mean, you going to Bible college. Woman, you crazy. I just, it, <laughs> it wasn't me that said it. It wasn't her. It was, it, it was a, a, a pastor's was a, wife. A pastor's wife, older lady. I probably shouldn't have thought that in my head. I repent, Lord. You were like one month in a church. <laughs> but I was like, like it's fine. <laughs> but you know what's funny? Is it stuck? Yeah. It's like you hear these things, right? And when it comes from God, it's like it's you can't get away from it. Yeah. I'm, I'm at work doing my normal job, you know, the, the norm job, not my good job, my norm job. And it's like, Bible college. Bible college. Bible college. <laughs> and I'm like, wait, what? And then what happened? I, I went to Bible college. I mean, right. but, but we listen. We yeah. listen. Yeah. I, I think that that's so valuable because 
you know, Craig, Pastor Craig Rochelle, he has that book, Dangerous Prayers, that I decided, I'm like, Dangerous Prayers, ooh, and like, you know, I'm going to read it. And I'm like, wow, like all three types of Dangerous Prayers, I'm not going to spoil it for y'all. Y'all have to go buy, buy the book <laughs> or borrow it from a friend. But um, all three types involve listening after. I think a lot of times people are done with hearing about, oh, I'll pray for you because they're so used to prayer being treated as like, I'll send it up to God and I'll put the ball in God's court. But when God throws the ball back, there's, we're not there to catch it. And, uh, and it's because we're so used to taking prayer to God as like a Santa wish list or something, as opposed to being like, here I am, Lord, send me, right? Yeah. Send me and like, use me to answer this prayer. You know, like, how can I contribute to the solution? Use me, I'm here. And that willingness to listen is one of those things. I'm like, God, I am one of those people who I'm always like, was that God or is that my own mind telling me to do this? Like, sounds like a good biblical, strong idea, but like, was that me and my own ambition or was it God? And so I'm sitting there always, I'm like, God, I'm really stubborn and I'm really dense. You know, like, let me be humble about it. <laughs> like, I, like, do not let, like send people to make it clear what you're trying to tell me. Like, if it is important and it's from you, God, so it's important, like, make sure I get it. Like, be patient, <laughs> be patient with me. You know how my brain works. You know, I'm like a little hamster on, on 15 wheels, just bouncing all around. So make sure, send people, like give it to me from multiple angles. Like your 18 year old son, like for us starting this podcast, people from different walks, like areas of our life telling us radio show, podcast, you know, all at once out of nowhere so that we don't miss the boat because right. we want to be on your boat, God. That's that and consistency he won't, of prayer. Sorry, go ahead. He, he won't let us miss the boat. You know, yeah. we, you know, we think that we, we, we worry, but really he is a God of repeating, right? Yeah. And he will make sure because it's yeah. he who began the good work in us and he's the one who's faithful to complete it. And if he's faithful to complete it and we're here saying, use me, God, he's going to show us what to do. But sometimes right. it takes us being quiet, like you said, mm -hmm. and being still to be able to hear that voice to, to discern what his will is. Like two o'clock in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> we know a lot about Misty, y'all. We're just like throwing in knowledge. No, but, when did she say that? But, no, but I mean, you know, he, he had you awake for a reason. It's kind of yes. funny. Like, you know, it's like two, two o'clock in the morning. What, what am I doing up? But then you're reading about discernment. You know, it's like, yeah. wow. And then we're talking about discernment today. And it's like, okay, God, use me. You know, I, I, I keep hearing this over and over. But, you know, one thing that Michelle said, she's like, I keep praying and asking. You know, when... But I like what you said, too. And it's like, you know, he's always faithful. And so then it takes me to 2 Timothy where it's like, when I'm unfaithful, he's still faithful. You know, it's yeah. kind of like, thank you, Lord. That goes right back to this glorifying his name and just being humbled before him saying, man, he watches out for me. He goes before me and he goes behind me. And so when we sit here in this and, and I keep hearing this, the same theme, we're being multiplied. I mean, we are being multiplied by allowing him to work. Mm -hmm. And to me, that's just amazing. I mean, that's just yeah. I, uh, I'm used to hearing people talk about multiplication as like this financial deal. Um, they won't even talk about health like that. They'll, they'll think more about that just because, you know, you grow up addition, subtraction, multiplication, division. Well, of all of the multiplication and money, that sounds exciting. And, you know, then life requires money. And so I think a lot of people, even though, even if they're not prosperity people, right, like they're still like, okay, God's going to multiply. And you mostly hear it in specific giving sermons where it's like, okay, give because, you know, shaking down, press together, coming back, you know, like God entrusts to the investors that like actually do something with the invest more. But it's so much more than that because of eternity mm. and what actually moths and rust don't deteriorate away. You know, it's, it's so much more because it's this multiplication of the stripping away of our sin nature, which he's already done, but now we're learning to walk in it. So it's like just stripping away these parts of ourselves that are still holding us back because we're still kind of married to them in our own minds. Um, 
like the multiplying of our growth, the multiplying of how that growth affects those around us, impacts their ability to serve God. There's so many people who are scared to serve God and, and stuck in hamster wheels. Like I get like temporarily stuck in, like, you know, am I hearing from God? And they're just waiting. They're, they're stuck in that doubt of, am I hearing from God? Does he want me to give this? You know, I'm the type where I'm like, I think he wants me to give this much, but what if that's me? Cause I am comfortable giving that much. And he actually wants me to give more and I'm not hearing from him. You know, it's, that's me y'all. Um, and so it's uh, like, <laughs> Shay laughs cause he's, he has to hear I, it. I experienced that y'all. I don't hear from the Holy spirit. I don't, I don't hear from him. And then like a few years in and then she's like, yo, I just read a verse and like, it, it spoke to me. And then, and then a couple of days later, I don't hear from the Holy Spirit. I'm like, you're hearing him, y'all. You're hearing him. I know. I mean, I'm not, I'm not. Shay's much more Pentecostal in that edge. Me, I don't know what I am. I just showed up. Like, I didn't have no background in nothing. But um, I'm the wild card. But, but yeah, like just speaking to people like this is, this is the eternal idea of multiplication. So it's not like this life hack, like to get more money so you can have a better house and not have to be fretful about your bills. You need to just really give a lot of money to the church. Like this is about like everything we've been talking about to help people connect it is like trusting in him, listening to him, sitting in that quiet time and continuously giving yourself. That's how everything multiplies. Everything that matters multiplies by just sitting there and listening to him and asking, like consenting for him to guide you. You know, like I, I just, I keep going back to all the stories that you've told us, Misty, about like how you've gotten not just yourself, but Spark the group. And Spark is how many podcasters? Right now, roughly? Well, <clears throat> we have our, our, our private community that's like 40, but right. in the Spark overall, like the right. greater Spark community, yeah. there's a couple hundred. Yeah, right. Like that that many people, like you've brought them all along and, and taught them because it's, you know, generosity is catching, it's contagious. So it's like you've brought them all along to this place where there's not this idea of competition. Like podcasting is competitive. And you would think that in Christianity, considering it's the biggest genre of podcasts, that it would be the most competitive because every time someone starts one, you're like, dang it, another person that could be taking my listeners away. But instead, you're just reinforcing the truth, which is, you know, God's calling us all. And so there is no competition. This is a collaboration. Yeah. So you think about it in a pie. OK, so yeah. who doesn't love a good pie? But mm. God has the biggest pie in the whole universe and there is a slice for everyone. And if we think that it's limited, um, then we'll get stuck in that and we'll worry about me and mine. But when we know that we serve a God of abundance, then we can have a different mentality. So um, I'll just use the Spark Conference, for example, um, that the hashtag I used was sparking conversations for the kingdom because I wanted to bring all of these people together. I saw the influence that my podcast was having and it was a small influence, but it was going out all over the world. And I thought, right. how cool is that? That I can sit in my home and I can encourage someone across the world. I can share a Bible verse that they may not otherwise get to hear. And I was like, what? would happen? How could the kingdom be multiply impacted if I brought a bunch of people together? And then they caught my excitement and then they started podcast and they started guesting on each other's shows. They started supporting one another. And that is, I just got to firsthand see God, you know, with my little obedience. And so I, I wanted to go back to that too, because you mentioned, you know, is it this God or is it that God? He just wants us to step. There's not going to be a, mm -hmm. like, he's going to, he just wants to use our obedience. And when right. we are obedient, to him, then he can bless us. And the more that um, he, like we talked about, I mean, the more that we say yes, and the more that um, we steward well, the things that he's given us, then he can, um, he can bless us with more because too much is given, much is required. And that means, you know, if God gives you something, you, you know, you, you gotta, you gotta take care of it. You gotta be a good steward of it. And so, um, but yeah, I loved being 
almost even a fly on the wall. Yes, I did it. I brought these people together, but really it wasn't me. It was God. And just to see the, the effect of that, because two weeks later, y'all, two weeks after the initial Spark Conference, the entire world shut down. Right. Wow. And we had just been hugging and high fiving and learning <laughs> all the things. And so since then, I think there's been at least 15 podcasts that started just out of that one conference. Wow. And those people have a different, they're going to say things in a little bit different of a way. They're going to reach different people than I am. They're going to reach different people than you are. And I think that's why it's really not about competition because God has people for me to serve that my story is going to affect. There's people that your story is going to affect. And I think the whole point is that we should use our story to give God glory because that's why we're here, y'all. That is why he created us to give him glory. Amen. Amen. That's 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 a place to to call it. I know. Like, I mean, that's like yeah, normally just, we're like, you have a final thought? No, that's the, that <laughs> that's, is. That is a beautiful that's the final, final thought. Um, don't hold back, y'all. Don't hold back. Don't yeah. think of yourself as less think of yourself as a kingdom citizen that has all his empowerment or her empowerment through the divine. And, and that's, I think that's where this is it, man. Thank yeah. you, Misty. Yeah. Thank you so Honestly, much for being just, here. I, we just love these conversations. Yeah. Well, I love yeah. hanging out with y'all. So y'all are amazing. <laughs> date night soon. Yeah. Like it's a double date night. Um, but y'all won't be invited that time. <laughs> no, this has been, this has been an awesome episode as usual. Um, just be sure to check out the show notes so that you can see the links to Misty's Bible study, to connect with her, listen to her podcast, all those awesome things. And as always, you can hit us up with prayer requests, questions, comments on thepantrypodcast.com. And you can always support us with our awesome, unnaturally nourished and other seasons merch. You know, it's all still there because it's that cool. Um, so until next time. Bye. Bye.